Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan Jesse Go, we're joined by the hilarious Mr. Jimmy Pardo. And we talk about broken dreams, nightmares, and of course, kettle corn. Let's go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Beautiful day in Los Angeles. Enjoyed looking at the ducks, the geese, and of course, the goslings on the lake. Is that the plural of gosling? Goslings? Any coots. I did not see any coots, but I did see a few loons. Well, can you try it? I mean, I would... And also birds. (laughs) Am I right? Oh, boy. Holly weird. (laughs) They call it that for a reason. (laughs) Anyway. What did you think of that nightmare laugh? I'm trying that out right now. Well, it was nightmarish. Mm -hmm. Good. I just want to haunt your dreams. Here's the situation that I'm in. <laughs> well, I'm going to hold this for a second because yeah. let's introduce our guest. Um, at some point, he's going to figure out how headphones work. Uh, he is uh, one of the funniest guys that exists. He's the, he's the reason that we got a non-home studio. Uh, he's the reason that we moved into our own office. He's the host of uh, the only comedy podcast that I always listen to every week without exception. And I've been doing so for... Some four or five years now, six years now. I'm older than I remember. Uh, he is. Uh, you went into that fugue state for a while, though, right? I was in a fugue state for a while, but I always made sure to listen to Never Not Funny, <laughs> Mr. Jimmy Pardo. Hello. How are you, Jimmy? Now, when you say you, uh, I am the reason that you guys moved into an off-site studio. It's because you did not want to be embarrassed by my showing up at your old studio. No, I'll tell you why, I'm Jimmy. Well, I mean, it was the constant sexual advances at Jesse's wife. What? The, well, you, you, why, why was you, that a problem? <laughs> she was obviously well, was a problem asking for, for it. <laughs> and I just was responding to what I was receiving. Now I feel uncomfortable. I, I feel like I've done something wrong. Jimmy, I feel... Yes. I think that the last time you were on Jordan Jesse Go, yeah. um, you, by the time it was over... I was concerned you might literally die. Well, I was. Uh, I'm allergic to dog and cat. You've got one of those. I now two have cats. two dogs. Dogs. Yeah, two dogs. And um, guy doesn't remember anything. You've got three cats now. <laughs> dog. Right. That's the guy. Uh, You're a python man, Jesse. Yeah. Right? You have a terrarium. Say but... hi to your son, Sarah. Is it? <laughs> uh, how old is your uh, son? Ten months. Ten months. You love it. Ten months. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm allergic to animals, and uh, so I appreciate you. Uh, the beautiful outside there's MacArthur Park. My wife uh, set the over under at seven on how many times I sing a line from MacArthur Park while I'm here. <laughs> mm. So let's assume that's one, even though I didn't sing one. But the reference to it is one. Six to go. Well, I think you should sing something to make it really. Count. Well, MacArthur Park is melting. There you go. Done. Done. Jesse, may I be permitted to sing uh, some lines from the Weird Al version, Jurassic Park? I'd rather you wait a minute. But go is that ahead. real? It is real. Yeah, that is the Weird Al parody. And of MacArthur Jurassic Park, Park is uh, frightening in the dark. Oh. All the dinosaurs are running wild. Does he still? Inc- Oddly enough, I've heard that version. He still includes the uh, and the old men playing checkers. He's 
still uses that. Which I find <laughs> very, wearing sure. a striped, wearing striped pants. Mm-hmm. Greatest line in history of music. <laughs> and the old man playing checker wearing striped pants. And Weird Al includes that. I'm much more familiar <laughs> with the song up. Rock yes. Creek Park by the Blackbirds than I am with the song MacArthur Park. MacArthur Park was a huge hit. The, the uh, recently deceased Donna Summer did a disco version of it. Went to number one. Look, may not have gone that, to number one. Be that as it may. I know the Blackbirds song, doing it not to talk, doing it in the park. Oh, yeah, Rock Creek Park. Oh, yeah. Well, I know Detroit Rock City, if that's the game we're playing. Yeah, sure. Why not is that, just... It sounds like you're just – so anything with park, is is that the game? Wait, I do, mean, let's but be But then clear. I went rock. I built off rock. Yeah, so just we're, we're assonance. We're like things that sound <laughs> similar, not exactly rhymes. I'll play that game. Sure. I'll do it all, I'll do it all damn day. I want to get back to the issue of nightmares, Jordan. Yes. Do you guys want to know the worst nightmare I've had recently? Yes. Uh, it involved – the nightmare was me sitting on my couch and my cat was being very mean to me. Oh, no. Uh, hissing. Not bug. Bug my cat and biting when I tried to touch her. And then I woke up uh, terrified and then felt bad that that's one of the things I'm the most afraid of. <laughs> like what if the cat is mean? <laughs> Now, when you say cat, you really just have a friend of yours that dresses up in a cat costume like that Wilfred, right? And it, well, I mean, hangs out with you. I have a I have a furry sex partner. He he is a furry. I am not, so I allow him to dress up as a cat. And you play along. You indulge his uh, fantasies. Oh yeah, I dangle uh, I dangle a bit of yarn above mm-hmm. my penis, and I just you assume know, that you met. He bats at it. He bats at it. I and then a- I ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed you meant Kant in the sort of Maynard G. Krebs sense. You know, a guy in a beret who snaps instead of applauding. Boom. Hipster. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Beatnik. Um, Jazz I, guy. I, have, I went to the uh, nurse practitioner uh, with regard to my migraine headaches. You went to the NP? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. May Lynn is her name. May Lynn NP. That's her television wow. series from the late <laughs> 70s. <laughs> you don't watch that show? <laughs> hey, why not? Throw it on. I'll, I'll watch, watch that. So you went to see May Lin. What is it? May Ling? May Lin. May Lin. May Lin. She's a good lady. Nurse practitioner. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Murder. How old of a lady is May Lin? Can I, can I guess? Yeah. 33. I'm going to go 45, Jimmy. Oh, she's an older lady. Mm-hmm. May Lin sounds she's young. She's older than 33. She's a healthy 45. If I, she's 45. May Lin she keeps sounds her, like she a keeps young herself, Keeps herself fit. Oh, is that right? Yeah. She's in good shape? She's in great shape. Yeah. Yeah, very fit young Have you ever considered doing the show over in her office? I'd like to meet this guy. (laughs) I'd like to meet this fit Asian. I'm not allowed in your home anymore. Maybe we could uh, head over to the uh, the NP's office. Sure. So I had gotten gotten off of the most recent migraine prophylactic medication that I had been taking. I've been going through all these different migraine prophylactic medications – and uh, I think we talked on the on the uh, Max FunCon episode about how I'm going to get migraine Botox in my head. Mm-hmm. They're going to Botox the top of my head uh, in order to paralyze the muscles so it doesn't so it keeps me from getting migraines or something. Let me ask you a question. Now yeah. I don't uh, follow uh, the medical world like I used to. I used to read the journal. You know that. Yeah. Uh, is that real? What you're talking about? Or, or, is, are, or is that a percent? No. The Botox brain real. thing is real. It is. It seems like it should be a bit, and I'll tell you, when your nurse practitioner brings it up, you're not sure if she's doing a bit. Now, May Lynn doesn't have a sense of humor, so <laughs> no, I know she's No, she's a she's serious talking. woman. Yes. She's it caring. was a bit when she suggested the vaginal tightening. <laughs> yeah. That was the bit. Yeah. She is a funny lady. That she was, is fun. She'll open with something serious, but she'll throw in a capper. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this. When right. you say Botox for the brain, 
Yes. Which, by the way, is without a doubt Loverboy's best album. <laughs> um, walk me through what that means. Because I, I, I may have thought you were doing like, because you, you said you did it at the convention, you talked about it. It sounded like maybe it was a callback to a joke. Sure. No. It is legit. It is a real thing that they are really going to do to my head in August. They put Botox, botulism, toxin. Is what Botox stands for. Right. Injections into muscles in my head, mm-hmm. like on my scalp, on the ridge of my scalp, the sides, like my temples, um, and the back of my neck to paralyze various little muscles uh, because they think that uh, basically they, they had people get Botox for cosmetic reasons. And it helped the migraine. And it helped their migraines. And so they did some whatever longitudinal studies. And if you have chronic migraine, which is if you get a lot of them, which I do, then it's an effective treatment for chronic migraine to paralyze your brain. But apparently, just like the other kind of Botox, just like cosmetic Botox, it starts out working really well and then fades over the course of the six months or so because you can only get it every six months. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know. We'll see what it's like. But you know what? Yeah. Even if it lasts four months, that's a better four months than what you're living now. So yeah. I don't know why you're waiting. Why are you waiting? I, I have I have Kaiser, and you call, and they give you an appointment in a few months. I, very good. <laughs> now, Jesse, you mentioned you mentioned that it's going to affect the ridge of your skull. Yeah. Now, you know I'm an amateur phrenologist. <laughs> yeah, sure. If it sure. changes the size of your skull ridge, are you worried that you'll become sexually violent? <laughs> Is that a concern? Yeah, I mean, that certainly is something I've considered. I've done some checking of the bumps mm-hmm. and ridges. Sure. Um, I've consulted with a, no offense, Jordan, but a professional. No, I mean, I'm, I'm just seems a, fair, Jordan. It's, yeah. it's a hobby of mine. Right. I mean, I mean, we all know a little bit about everything, and you know a little bit more about some other things. Like, I know fantasy baseball a lot. Sure. But if you want to talk baseball, you're going to go to professional. Right. You're exactly. going to appreciate gonna my talk, input. I'm going to get on the horn with ESPN and say, give me Rob Nyer. I don't. Is that a, is that a new guy? No, it's a it's a guy. Bobby N. Go with him, or you're friends with D, uh, D-A, uh, R. A. Dickey. R. A. Dickey, my Dickey. friend, my friend Knuckleballer R. A. Dickey. Eleven to one R. A. Dickey. Now, so I so Jordan, my point yeah. is, you're not offended that he went to a professional. Uh, no, no, I dabble in the weekends. Very it's right. it's fine. Jordan's main thing is he's super into racial characteristics. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I yeah. mean, he's into demonstrating that specifically. South American people are inferior. Peruvians. Yeah, Brazilians. Exactly. Are inferior to... Chileans. Most others. Yeah, most others. Most others. Based on the bumps on their heads. They're predisposed to... And it's not, you know, it's not a cultural thing. No, it's about the bumps. It's about the ridges on their skull. It makes them uh, lazy and sexually violent. Insightful. Yeah, Yeah. and so, yes, is the question, am I concerned about sexual violence? Yes. Yeah, will you become more like the lazy Chilean? Yeah, I mean, that's always... (laughs) To become more Chilean has always been a concern of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, Jimmy, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Jimmy, what are you doing? Well, I, yeah, I realized that was out loud. Um, <laughs> my OCD will not allow that cord to be doing what it's doing. You'll see that it's kind of uh, overlapped. And okay, kind of looped so around. Uh, one yeah, cord yeah, sure. is pulling and it was on and driving me bananas. And I looked down and I realized it's my headphones right. that's doing it. I just, and you heard what I went, oh, that's mine. I actually, <laughs> uh, or, oh, that's me or whatever I said. I apologize. Jimmy, how dare you interrupt this very fruitful, I'm trying to help. lazy yeah, Chilean thank heavens this thing. No, no. I mean, that was about done. The lazy Chilean. That's what they call Pele in his later years, right? <laughs> <laughs> the lazy Chilean. 
Was he Chilean? <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? But why not? All right, give it. Come on, help me. Here. Again, they oh, okay. share certain fundamental characteristics based on the shape of their heads. Uh, okay, so while you guys are working on this oh, situation our, okay. downstairs, we got it. Boy, oh boy, that was easy. Got it. I thought it would that be. was fantastic. I, you know what? I had me disconnecting nine cords to figure out that problem. <laughs> yeah, that was Jordan your over under. Got G- it. Jimmy, you had an electric screwdriver. You were dismantling the recording box. <laughs> I'm, I'm shutting the whole thing down. I'm shutting it down, Jordan. <laughs> and then I just saw you went, oh, got it. Like, oh, all right. So it was easier. You're right. I'm into phrenology and uh, <laughs> untangling. Well, and wonderful. What's mm-hmm. that called? The mathematics about knots? That's the thing that you're into. Top- topology? Ooh, I don't know what that is. I think is. it's called yep. topology. Hmm. The mathematics of knots. Topology? Topology. But then what's maps? Topography. 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 Such yeah. Or cartography. What's car- drawing a picture. Yeah, what, what's cartography? So cartography is maps. Topography, Topography is, like, is elevation. Like it's maps of elevation specifically. What about top hats? Or rifts. Anything on top hats? Uh, it's a bit popular hat. Slashology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. See what I did? I went yeah. way too far. I went down the line of unfunny. Go ahead. Um, so I am I'm, I'm actually getting this Botox Can't in wait. the meantime. But they want to give me something so that when the Botox is wearing off in the latter months of the six-month cycle, um, there's still something supporting me. So one thing I'm going to do is acupuncture. And the other thing that I'm doing is taking melatonin supplements. I don't know if either of you guys have ever taken melatonin supplements. Is that the thing? Tell me what that does. It's not the thing that colors your skin. Um, that it, I have not done. Sure. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, you did it. You did it because you've got vitiligo, like Michael Jackson. I supported the King of Pop, as right. I know a lot of folks did during those hard times. Right. Well, and you were auditioning for that role in the remake of Soul Man. I thought I'd get it. They see Tommy Howell is aged, not very well, and I thought I had an opportunity to do like break a fun in. little cameo toward right? the end. Absolutely. Sure. Right? And then he'd say, uh, yeah. He'd come yeah. in and point at you and go, amateur, and then uh, he'd walk out and, you yeah. know, then, uh, he's nice a police laugh. officer. Or yeah, something. yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. So I. Great movie. Great the movie. other thing that I'm nice taking is movie. these <laughs> melatonin supplements. Which melatonin is like the thing in your brain that makes you sleepy. Yeah. And so I, it, it's, it, I had taken them a couple of times when I was traveling internationally. Because you can take it. It'll make you sleep even when you're not sleepy. Then you can go to sleep at the time of the place that you're in. And you wake up and it helps you with your jet lag. I had never taken it regularly. And the thing about this stuff is, you know, like a lot of sleeping pills – are sort of, I don't know, narcotic or something. Like they're super addictive and they have all these crazy things that happen. You wake up groggy and all these things. None of those things happen or at least have happened to me with this melatonin, even though I'm taking a very large dose now. But what does happen is you fall asleep like a fucking rock. Boom. Just like a – it comes down like a hammer, Jimmy. Oh, you know me. I like to I slice like a hammer. Absolutely. <laughs> and um, it, the other thing about it – is that I am a person who does not have a lot of dreams, or at least does not remember his dreams, and I sleep reasonably well generally. But what happens is I wake up in the morning having fucking gone through a wonderland of dreamscapes (laughs) every day, and many of them are nightmares. <laughs> Just so- and, and this is new for you. This is totally new for me. I mean, I had gotten a nightmare... Every few months, you know, I, like I guess someone. That often even? I mean, maybe not even like six months maybe. Not something where I wake up in a cold sweat, but at least where I remember like oh, I had a 
scary right. bad dream, you know? And now it is seriously two or three times a week I will have some – because I I have all of these dreams that I never had before and the shit gets really real. Is it like personal stuff like family member danger or or, or this Well, I mean monsters? it's nothing as bad as my cat not liking me. Sure. Aha! Do you guys – kind of the – I had a little resolution to that. Oh. Is the next night I dreamed I had two cats and they were both nice. <laughs> so I kind of made it up to myself Thank the next, night. next night you dreamed you had two cats. That's crazy. And you had a threesome. You're right. Exactly. And I just oh. dangled some yarn above my penis. <laughs> ah, keep talking. And batted it at it. <laughs> yes, Mittens is listening. It starts to sound good, right? It yeah. starts to sound pretty good when he gets into the deep. It wasn't anything sexual. Just two kitties and they were both nice. And love I petted it. them. I love cats. I wish I wasn't allergic to them. No, yeah. No, love they're them. fun. I can't even dream about them. Yeah. Oh, wow. You have sleep sneezing? Yes, I have sleep sneezing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very rare. I'm going to go talk to my Lynn about it. Yeah. yeah. So, She's got a nice forehead, Rich. Does she have a nice hair? <laughs> it's tight, tone. It's just, she takes care of it. You've seen my Lynn? No. No, I haven't. Oh, damn it. That's in the world of <laughs> this phrenology comedy bit. Um, I uh, I dream about not having done my homework. This is, mm. a, this is a night because I don't know if you know this about Jimmy. I'm sure Jordan does. I didn't do my homework um, as a rule. You mean in preparation for this program? No, I mean, well, certainly I, I, had a, I thought that you were the host of Doug Loves Movies. <laughs> oh, boy. This is going to be uncomfortable then. Um, we're also going to play the Leonard Malton game, right? We'll do that. Then we'll also do that uh, the new one, which I actually enjoy, that, uh, that ABC game of his. Mm. Uh, Don't know it. Don't know uh, it. You, give, you start with A and you go around the room alphabetically thinking of a movie that begins with the alphabet until you're stumped, then you're out. Oh, we don't start with – you do. Because you've been well, a guest well, I, on the show. Uh, mm. Oh, you guys have never been a guest on Doug Loves Movies? No. Oh, you'd both be wonderful guests on that program. I Thank think it would be terrific. Yeah, we would be great. Well, you're welcome on any time. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> we'll just pop by. Yeah, just pop by. So we'll just I say you said that, it's okay? Jim. Yeah, let them know. Let them know I gave the nod. <laughs> but I never did any homework in school. None. Until I was into college. No, wait a minute. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Uh... Or at least that I can relate. Yeah. Uh, I did homework until maybe seventh grade. Then, boom, never again. Right. So, Uh, yeah, I mean, there was a... Did you do it as a young man because you thought... Through fifth grade, I could do the homework while the teacher was passing out the homework or equivalent. Um, And so my great challenge was, can I hang on to that homework until the next day or whatever when you're supposed to turn it in? But I think the homework that you do through through elementary school is trivial. Mm-hmm. And I certainly didn't do it at home. Like, I, there was no, like, time to do homework at home or whatever. But I would just do it real fast while she was passing it out or whatever and then just be done with it, leave it in my desk or something. All right. But when I transferred to this, I transferred from a pretty regular school to a very fancy suburban private school. Um, and this fancy suburban private school was much more demanding uh, and that I started it in sixth grade. And that's when I... Swore off homework completely. I just stopped doing it at all. Love it. And I did, I mean, I did uh, very poorly in middle school. Uh, did not graduate Well, that's just because that's school. when you got into Magic the Gathering. Yeah, well, I was super into Magic. <laughs> yeah. I certainly did my homework on Magic. I read right. a number of novelizations based in the Magic <laughs> universe. <laughs> sure. About Sarah Angel. That's a card from Magic mm, the Gathering, yeah. if I remember correctly. That's the only one I can remember. Besides, like, fire and water and forests, yeah. I think, was another thing. What's my go-to Magic card if I just need to mention one? 
That is anyway. really when I say that that's that is really besides that I remember that there was elements that mm-hmm. you had to tap. The only name of a card that I remember is Sarah Angel. That's good. Yeah, I can't. That's I a usually, good point. You I, know what? That I usually I usually that's have for the best. one that I can remember if I need to make a joke about it. I can't even remember that anymore. Yeah. So so you're anyway, doing good. You're doing good. You're above the curve on that. I did not graduate from middle school. <laughs> Jimmy, do you have a magic card that you bring up if you need to make a joke about one? <laughs> I, I know. I, I do not. I've never had the opportunity. I did just sell a bunch of Magic the Gathering cards on eBay. That's a true statement. Well, where did they wow. come from? I did a uh, event for uh, uh, Kevin Pereira. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Where the gift bag. Our friend Kevin Sprinkles Pereira. Sure. I don't know. Nicknames? I don't yeah. care to. Uh, <laughs> but we were given uh, in our gift bag. We were given a bunch of Magic the Gathering stuff. Wow! And uh, I went. Well, I could either give this to somebody or uh, you make know, a couple uh, bucks. Make a couple of bucks. You and... don't want to maybe say maybe something your son might be into at some point. Oh, if he's into that, we're not talking. <laughs> um, he, you don't want to. He doesn't. It. I know. I know he doesn't like baseball cards. I, I, so in my head, I just went. You know what? He doesn't like cards. Right, mm. he's sure. not interested in cards in yeah, general. He, didn't he doesn't like, yeah, yeah. Doesn't he didn't like, the like shape. those nudie playing cards you got him either. Those are always fun to play war I with. No, it seems fun, but right. he wasn't interested. He's, again, I, I believe it's the shape and texture. He's can I ask fan. what? Can I ask what you got for these cards? I I might be wrong. Seven thousand dollars. Wow, I'm wrong. That seems mm-hmm. low. Uh, oh, oh, I got ripped these off. Are, yeah. You know what I did do, and then I, I obviously want to get right back to your story. Is uh, one of them? I could not sell one of them, so I threw him in with some other one that sold. Uh-huh. Uh, and then uh, I threw in the extra deck, and then the guy never wrote to say, "Hey, man, I think you accidentally put in an extra deck." Oh yeah, uh, so that I can go. No, I didn't. My That's pleasure for you. Never happened. And wow. then I wrote. I wrote him and said, uh, "Hey, uh, <laughs> did, did you get to see that little surprise I threw in there?" And he goes, "Yep." <laughs> oh fuck no, you! Oh boy, really? That's how we treat people. You wanted a nice, maybe a I nice. I just wanted a hey, dude, written, thanks. That yeah. was nice of you. Sure. Or at no, least, no, you're right. At least in the uh, in the in the uh, the comments thing, the review. What, what are those called on eBay? The, uh, the feedback. Feedback. At least, uh, great guy threw in some extra cards. Something. Yeah. Sure. Something that shows I'm a decent human being. Right. Give me something in this world. Right. Well, so, what did your therapist think about this? Uh, well, you know my ther- you know my doctor, right, Doctor Benny? Maylin. <laughs> I don't go to Maylin. No, Maylin is my over the, but she's my OTC. Ah. Um. Doc, uh, what did Dr. B have to say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Boom butts. <laughs> Vinny. Yeah. First name Vinny. Um, uh, listen, it's it's all about me uh, getting recognition, and that right. uh, that's covered every week. She, right. uh, she uh, my real therapist, was tired of hearing about it. Right. <laughs> Can I just ask real quick what else was in the gift bag? I'm curious, a gift bag that would contain magic cards, what else would be in there? Uh, books. Mm-hmm. There were some books from mm-hmm. the uh, novelizations of comic books. Uh, n- n- maybe more like a th- something called "Through the Wormholes." That's not like a book. Sure, uh, sounds so- like a book. Sounds like something that Kevin would Pereira be in this event. gift. Yeah. Yeah. There were yeah, some yeah. books, uh, some other things that like Kevin wrote the uh, the forward in, mm. uh-huh. and then it, it, uh, then there there were some. God, this is this will tell you where I am in my life. There was some wonderful facial cream. <laughs> oh, I forget the brand. A really nice cream. Murad, M U R A D, maybe. Wow, I loved it. That's fantastic. Loved it. That's great. Your, I mean, um, your face looks. Could we agree? Terrific. I mean, it's I put some on before I came. Here, I mean, I don't fellas. know if you're still using it. Oh, but I am. Yeah, I, I, I'm running out. Supple. 
And then I looked at it. It's like 75 bucks. Yeah. Cream. Did you love it as much as a Chilean loves sleeping in the middle of the day? <laughs> Lazy. The, the gay heavy metal album that you got for free in your Max FunCon <laughs> gift bag the first year. I was not as enamored with that as my friend Pat Francis was. Yet I was not as angry about it as my friend Pat Francis was. <laughs> I never saw a man love and hate something so much in my entire life and was glad to not have to drive what's home and the, listen what's to that What's the thing. gay heavy metal album? Pink Steel. Nice, these super nice guys. Pink Steel. Yeah, there you go. These super nice guys. I mean, usually what we say is if you have a project, you're part of the Max Fun community, and you're willing to give us the 250 copies of it, we'll put it in the gift bags for people. We're not going to charge you if you're part of our crew and it's, you know, it's a creative thing. It's not like a, something sure. you're, you know, a business thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we put that in there and. I, in fact, it just came up on your show. It did. Recently, came back up. <laughs> some years later. Because we were mocking uh, Steel Panther, were we not? Mm. And then, yeah. Then somehow Pink Steel got involved. The idea of the joke heavy metal band, sure. especially mm. the hair mm. heavy metal band, is very fraught. Mm. Thumbs down. Yeah. But so, this one, this is a gay version of that. Yeah, which I'm, you know, listen, that's your lifestyle. You want to sing about it? Do it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it all came in a uh, in a uh, in a com- in a messenger bag that was, uh, had a small amplifier on it that uh, you could play the strap of the of the messenger bag. Hmm. Wow, uh, this I, is it, Kevin Sprinkles Pereira, is That's it? correct. I thought that uh, that would uh, get great money on eBay, hmm. and um, I'm tired of trying to list it. Oh. <laughs> this, yeah, no no interest in that. <laughs> Um, so you got a you, you got a kind of pretty nice uh, nice chunk for the magic cards though. I, I you know what? Only because I didn't know who to give them. I would have rather sure. just give them to somebody. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I don't I don't I really don't like taking stuff from a free bag and you know right. benefiting from it. But like if somebody said it, hey, my nephew's in the Magic the Gathering. Boom! Here's mm-hmm. a box full of stuff. Oh yeah. But I just, I just want it out of my house, and I don't want to right. throw it away, and uh, I don't want to drive to Goodwill. Right. Sure. Goodwill. I said it delivered that as if it was important comedy. I don't want to drive to Goodwill. <laughs> then you get a big laugh Boom. from people. Who, Nobody would laugh like, at that. I've been to Goodwill. <laughs> oh, I recognize that reference, uh, idiot. Yeah, I mean, Mad it's just like, itself. you know, when you're on the road, it's like, well, I was just driving down Route 45. <laughs> oh, everybody's that's, got a Goodwill in their that's neighborhood. That's in Illinois, by the way, Route 45. Is it? It goes right. right down. That's LaGrange Road. Just said route and said a number. Well, you picked a good one. Thanks. <laughs> so uh, I never My graduated. Grades. I never so. graduated from middle school. I was socially promoted out of middle school, did very poorly in high school. Uh, or reasonably poorly. I mean, like the thing is, is I went from I went from a fancy, super fancy private school to uh, an, a public arts high school, where let's just say academics weren't the priority, mm-hmm. and it was entirely possible to skate through and with a B average if you were reasonably bright. At one point, my phys- my AP physics teacher, uh, the difference between regular physics and AP physics, advanced placement physics at my high school was. The regular physics students did every other problem in the book, and the AP students did every problem <clears throat> in the gotcha, book. sure. Until the difference became uh, that we didn't have to come to class as long as we showed up for the tests. And then in that, high school? In high school. And then that became, we didn't have to, the AP students, which of which there were three or four of us, I don't remember. Uh, we didn't have to come to the regular tests in, as long as we came to the final exam. Wow. You know, the only thing I heard in that whole thing was I didn't do well. And then in my advanced placement class well, was the next sentence. Hmm. Somebody that's not doing well is not in the AP classes. You know that, right? No, that's the thing. Because uh, because of the nature of my school. I see. Very good. You see, you have to understand the nature of my school was, you know, this was a haven for 
um, for misfits of various stripes. Okay. I mean, you have there was no shortage of burnouts. There was no shortage of you know gay kids that would have gotten beat up at other schools. There was you know every weird high school subcultural group except for jocks was represented at my okay. school. And there was one, but you guys all beat him up. <laughs> and rightfully so. Sure. We beat him up with, like, Smith's albums yeah. or something. Guy shows yeah. up at a jersey, not on my watch. Yeah, so I uh, I think just by virtue of what they call aptitude, scholastic aptitude, mm-hmm. I was placed in AP classes because, obviously, it was not more useful for me to be in a regular class than an AP class, but I would not do my homework at all. Mm-hmm. And I still have nightmares about it. Still have nightmares occasionally about not doing my homework, but before it had been once a year. Now it's twice a week. Oh boy, mm. I'm back in it. Homework nightmares. Homework nightmares. Do you ever have any nightmares about anything else, Jordan? Uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 not a big dreamer either. I don't remember a ton of my dreams, but yeah, these two cat dreams were the only things that stuck out for me in the in the past uh, in the past couple uh, couple of months. Jimmy, this is a concern for you. Nightmare dreams. Uh, Nightmare style dreams. You know, I I've been watching as I mentioned on my award winning podcast, mm-hmm. Never Not Funny, uh, a lot recently. Is that I'm I'm watching a lot of Criminal Minds, uh-huh. and I watch them as right before I go to bed. I so. worked on the pilot of that show when it was called Quantico. Is that true? Yes. I mean, I was like a PA. Oh, I didn't know like that. And I think Quantico, PA. by the way, is a better name. I think it is too. And uh, I was disappointed to hear that they changed it. I love the program, and I blame you for the name change. Sure, um, it was my suggestion. Is this the one with does it have Joe Mantegna? Yeah, he took over from Andy Patinkin. Aha, uh-huh, the Patink. That's right. We love him. Mm-hmm. You know, we're fans. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, but mm-hmm. my most recent dream was. Uh, my wife and I were being held hostage in a barn by a bunch of frat boys who were um, uh, beating us mm. uh, while we were, you know, strapped, uh, hanging by our uh, wrists from the barn. Holy! And then they uh, they let us go, and then we were escaping. As then as they got back in their um, pickup truck to go look for new people to uh, torture. And then they saw us again, and in the dream I said, but you just let us go. And they went, did you really think we were going to let you go? And, and, and back to the barn. Wow. So and they for more snappy comeback. They did. they sharp kids. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but then I, you know, that, but it was, I did wake up and like a holy fuck, you know. Uh, shit's going down. Yeah. Hmm. I've been watching, I've actually been watching more kind of hour, like network hour drama type shows. I've been watching a little bit of like Law and & Order and stuff like that. I'm trying to do some kind of new kinds of writing so i'm kind of trying to see mm-hmm. like how those shows are set up i notice a lot of villainous frat boys in that kind of entertainment there is there is a lot like that's that a world. real popular villain yeah. it's weird what kind of people do you think write television shows people that hate i frat always guys. figured cool jocks <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but i don't think they're wrong look yeah. at the world look at this fellow this van sloten is that his name D- uh, don't know what the, I don't, the, the kid that you're killed- talking about andy van slyke Oh, that's who I am. I'm talking yeah. about former pirate Andy Van Slyke yeah. and his son Scott Van Slyke yeah. for the L.A. Dodgers. Did play. Probably won't get another call up this year. We wish him a lot of luck as we do all the Van Slykes. Um, <laughs> Van Slyke, by the way, is that fellow that went after the the werewolf, is it not? Yeah, sure. Why not? That's Van Helsing. That, sure. I know a little something. Uh, it's yeah. Dracula. Uh, uh, don't you don't you remember the time we went after the wolf, werewolf? Remember that one time? <laughs> I don't. Maybe oh, not, this was some well, I know you're ladder looking, You're looking at new one hour. Look at that new one hour. You're I'm going to look like at that. that. Yeah, yeah. It's a frat Van, Hel- Van, Van, Helsing. <laughs> Van Helsing fights the werewolf. You should mm-hmm. know Jimmy's new hour-long special is about who fights who in the world of <laughs> secret monsters. Gotcha, yeah, I don't sure. know why you're challenging me on this. you got to watch his new hour. This is my world, brother. Uh, what was my point? 
No, the kid that uh, the Vandersloot. Yeah, that his name is Vandersloot. Yeah, I don't know. You're talking about a a, a, a you were going to allude to a villain he's in the, the jock news. That did something villainous. He's the guy that uh, the, 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 uh, Holloway, Natalie Holloway. Uh, she went missing in uh, down in the. It's not the Bahamas, but Bayou. somewhere. Oh, okay. Um, this is this this is this blonde teen that went missing in. The... And then yeah, then he was accused of killing her. He said he didn't, but then he went to Europe or something, and then did kill somebody. Oh yeah, and admitted to it. He like, killed someone else. Yeah. Wow. So we're we're. I'm on the case, apparently. And he's a frat We're guy. then pretty concern- uh, sure that he did. He's a fratish guy. Like, okay. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, he's an entitled white guy. asshole. Sure. He's a backwards hat type. Yes. There's people still wearing backwards hats. My sure. cousin, um, my cousin, who's very nice, mm-hmm. uh, lives in Virginia. Um, she posts pictures sometimes on Facebook of her, like, hanging out with her friends. She's 24, 25. She often... There will be dudes holding beers up with baseball hats on backwards. <laughs> I did not know that still existed. It does. And, and uh, I just saw a fellow 42 years of age that did it. Mm. Wow. Too old. Yeah. Turn that hat around. And how. Right? Take, either take it off or turn it around. Yeah. That's what I say. Well, like- we've had fun talking about nightmares. Yeah. We'll be back in just a second <laughs> on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hey, guess what? Jordan Jesse Go is supported by donations from people like you at MaximumFun.org slash donate and by IFC and Comedy Bang Bang Friday nights at 10 Nine Central. It is comedy so nice that they banged it how many times, Jordan? Twice. That's correct. It's on the IFC television network. Uh, Scott Ackerman. Yes. Frequent our, uh, Jordan our friend Jesse Go Jimmy's friend, Scott Ackerman. Uh, Jimmy's shaking his head. He changed his position on Scott Ackerman. He's now against <laughs> Scott Ackerman. Mortal and enemies. I also want to be clear that what I just said is sincere. That wasn't a joke of any kind. Certainly they're not good friends. Hmm. Um, Friday nights, 10, 9 Central on IFC. And by Bing. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Bing. Now you can search in your social networks while you search the web. Get results from your friends on Facebook, Twitter, and everywhere else in the web all at once. Uh, That way you can spend less time searching and more time doing. Try it at Bing.com. Bing is for doing. And uh, Jesse, can I I make a suggestion? If you wanted to try out Bing for the first time and had not tried it. But if people in the audience had not tried it, uh, try looking up a movie time on Bing. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Very efficient. You you get all your local theaters uh, right there, all sorts of choices. And uh, yeah, all the trailers and stuff are right there. It's a a great way to search for movie times, uh, among other things. But Movie times in particular, I think. Sounds like Bing is for doing. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jimmy Pardo, podcasting pioneer. 
Uh, yeah, Jimmy Pardo is a podcasting pioneer. It's nice to be sitting here with one of our podcast pioneer peers. Well, mm-hmm. you know that's uh, you know podcast I, I make peers. mention of that as as often as I can in interviews. I always bring you into the mix. It's true. People want to always label me. I'm the you know podcasting pioneer, and I, I always say Jesse Thorne was doing it before me and helped us uh, quite a bit, and um, you know held our hand at the beginning stages. And but it, let's face it, Jimmy, at this point in time. We're both podcast pioneers. No, we blazed a trail. Yeah, if nothing else. I mean, they're just following in our footsteps. I think it's weird how often in interviews you mention pioneer chicken. <laughs> well, you you like something, you stand by it. Not sure. like you fellas in that Bing program thing you were talking about. It's like how I'm talking about. It's like how I'm always talking about broasting. I'm just really into <laughs> Did you ever go to the Kenny Roger Broaster? Boy, that was delicious. <laughs> yeah, that's a good chicken. Are those, Boy, are those gone? Do they I have the same one? Uh, I shame. used to love the Kenny Rogers. Poor Kenny. That's yeah, a son of a... Well, he, 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 listen, he took a gamble. He didn't pay off. <laughs> hey, come on, folks. You got to know when to fold them. <laughs> right? And he knew. Yeah, he knew. Fold it's like, time up. to fold, them. fold well, up the broaster. Fold up the broaster. Fold up the broaster. <laughs> the corn was delicious. You know where I like to go? Where do you go? Papa Pollo. That's my recommendation. Wait, that's for right. You. O- is that right over here? Uh, that's a pollo campero. They're not bad. <laughs> that's not a bad chicken. No, not at all. I pass a pollo campero every now and then, and I consider going in, but it's just never worked out time wise. Have you but ever been to I? pollo a la brasa? No. A pollo a la brasa. That is. That's the that's pollo premium. Okay. If you're looking for pollo, you <laughs> want it. I've had some other. I've had some other pollo, but it's just been a little too loco for me. <laughs> oh. And I go in. See. See. And everything gets all loco. Sure. Uh, Poyo, uh, uh, a Papa Poyo by my house, a uh, great place. Um, for some reason, it closes at 7.30 p.m. <laughs> so I am constantly, constantly driving there to buy a chicken that is to be cooked, you know, that has been cooked for my family to enjoy. And I'll, it's like 7.40 a perfectly reasonable time to pick up what is definitely not a lunch food. Right. Closed. Are they Cerrado Are they in, in a business area? <sighs> mm, yes, but it's not a busy business area. Uh, no, and they're do you, do you mean are they serving office workers? I guess that's what I meant. Yes. Absolutely not. There's uh, no offices where I live, Jimmy. Uh, uh, listen, I don't know where you live. It's not my business. I've not been to your new location. Body shops, yes. <laughs> offices, no. Well, they got to shut it down. They got to go run the cockfight. So they can't. <laughs> they, you know, they got to move. Yeah, yeah. And they have to. They have to kill fresh for, pollos. Yeah, for, if they're yes. not at the cockfight, where are they going to get the chicken? Sure. Um, they just magically appear. Anyway, out of an egg. That's my recommendations for folks out there. El Pollo. What's the name of the joint? Papa Pollo. Papa Father pa- Chicken. Papa mm. Pollo in the uh, in the I guess it would be a Glassell Park neighborhood of Los mm-hmm. Angeles. That's my first recommendation. Number two, if you're ever in Koreatown, you're going to want to hit up Pollo Ala Brasa. Just bing it. Sure. If you're wondering the address, just go ahead and bing <laughs> it. You know, my family used to sit around every uh, 23rd of December waiting Binging for- stuff? No, just wait for Father Chicken to show up. <laughs> and he would bring us our gifts every yeah. day. He'd fill your stockings with giblets. It was wonderful. He would show up and just delicious. Father Chicken was just a wonderful time. And the sure. children would all gather around. Yeah. Remember, the entire neighborhood would really just come out for it. Sure. It and nice... all the decorations you drive down the street, all the decorations. Beautiful. And then you would slaughter him yes. and cook him in a, in a, in a wood-burning oven. We'd roast him. You'd roast him. That's sure. how Rogers got the idea. Yeah. You, had a, you had a home roast. Absolutely. 
Yeah. You don't home broast? The- <laughs> <laughs> you well, actually, it's funny you mention that. I grew up with a commercial broaster in the house. Really? Yeah. This was a time on the West Coast, it was very difficult to get a home broaster. Uh, this is before they started selling them late at night in infomercials and so hey, forth. So you had a commercial broaster. We, my mom went down to the restaurant supply store, the Kenny Rogers restaurant supply <laughs> store, picked up a home broaster. It was huge. I mean, this thing was the size of she a She also got a beard trimmer. <laughs> <laughs> Unnecessarily. <laughs> Those were the two things. Well, they had a lot of trouble. They had a lot of trouble at the Kenny Rogers restaurants with employees and their beards. Of course sure. they did. Because they I'll... have to have just the right beard. Because, <laughs> Jimmy, I don't uh, I, This seems like something you may have done. Have you been to the Alice Cooper? Cooper restaurant in Phoenix. No. There's an Alice Cooper restaurant in Phoenix, and all of the employees, or at least when I was there, they had to wear the Alice Cooper makeup. Pardon? And these are all- Wait, what? Yes. And these are all like surly teens who would be working at it. And a, they'd all wear the, the, the diamond on the eye. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's amazing. Wow. It's to- and it's just like a- t- I mean, it like, apart from that, it's just a TGI Fridays. You know, like it's- you know, nachos and hot wings and What's burgers and stuff. Gosh, I you know well, what? Welcome to my something. I'm gonna be, bang it. Yeah, it's sure. gotta be welcome to welcome my welcome to my dinner. Uh, something mare, something mare. Wing no no. Be my Franken foods. That ain't, yeah. that's that's serves not. only genetically modified foods. You can't be happy with that. No, I wasn't. Um, disappointed. <laughs> Didn't come out as. Did I help at all? Enjoyable. Yeah. No, you really you gave it a you gave it a swift kick in the pants. You think you walk hey, in have a uh, joke Hello, answer? Hooray! School's out for dinner. School's <laughs> out for dinner. Oh, yeah. it's called Alice Cooper's Town. Oh, yeah. Well, that ends up. Is it actually called Alice Cooper's? It Town? It is called Alice Cooper's. Wow, Town. that's even worse than that thing that I just said. <laughs> Uh, you know what? You're right. Terrible. They got to sit you down. And it's not in Cooperstown. It's in Arizona. It's in Phoenix, Arizona. Yes. Right. Well, that's the Cooperstown of the Southwest. <laughs> well, keep in mind his last name is Cooper. Yeah. Keep that in mind, Jesse. Jimmy, when... uh, Jimmy, is that not one of your musical interests? I could be. I don't dislike Alice Cooper, okay. but I'm not a huge Alice. You Cooper wouldn't guy. go to his restaurant. I you would... wouldn't make it a point. I would if I was in Phoenix. And I had the the time. I would say, you know what? We got it. Let's go check that out. Usually, you're pretty busy, busy though when you're in Phoenix. You got a lot of meetings. Well, I usually in Phoenix. <laughs> I'm there for uh, spring training, and I sure. like to, you know, I really like to just get in the dugout and talk to the fellas. I don't, sure. I don't yeah. like to get out there. You and want to shake around. hands with Canerco? I gotta get out there, say hello to Paulie. Yeah. Does Robin, Charles uh, Ventura number does, fourteen, number twenty three? Does Charles yep. Barkley still have a home out there? You know, Chuck <laughs> is always on the links. He loves it out there. Sure. Kidby's yeah. got that crazy swing of his. Yeah. Uh, Gene Simmons just opened up a restaurant in El Segundo. Mm. Some rock and roll. <laughs> themed uh, restaurant. the Gene Simmons restaurant named? I don't know, but I do know that it's got, I, I think, over 250, of uh, 250 <laughs> types of beers. Oh. And then uh, I think two sentences later is when he brags about how he's never had a drink in his life. Uh. <laughs> uh, but I've never been there even, and that's like a 15-minute drive It's just called Money, Money, Yum, 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 yes. I Love Money. And, <laughs> and then the, on the menu is Gene Simmons eating handfuls of money. Uh. He's, he's an awful human being. I, maybe he's you not. are currently wearing a Kiss T-shirt. I'm wearing a shirt that says a uh, folk and roll, and it's oh. four folk guys with oh. Kiss makeup on. Oh, I didn't oh. know that. It is uh, here. You got John Denver wearing the demon. Oh, right. cool. Uh, over here, you got Bobby D. Dylan uh, wearing Star Child. Sure. Great. Down low, you've got James Taylor wearing the Catman. JT. And then you got Jimmy Croce as Ace Fraley. Croce. Spaceman. Jimmy Croce. Yeah. That's great. Photographs and memories, Jesse. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Christmas cards you gave to me. Sure. All that I have are these. John Denver died in a plane crash. Uh, Jim Croce died in a... 
plane crash. crash. God, I should have guessed it. Bob Dylan died when he went electric. Oh, no. <laughs> you're a controversial. Yeah, controversial. You know that. no, that's, that's going to be gonna, that's be all over the message. There's board. no question it will be. If yeah. I knew one thing about you, Jimmy, it's that you are a serious, committed hardcore folk. I like to get out there with a fellow. If you can't play it on a mandolin. You're no not interested. interested. You are currently wearing one of those harnesses to where you could play harmonica at any second hands free. I'm, uh, yes, I, I, I just wanted a yes and and then chose to stutter. <laughs> fine. A well, fine decision. It's important. I mean, you wear that like if you're typing, uh-huh. for example. And any time I got to go into I'm a Child by Neil Young and I do sure. not want to be without that harp. Mm-hmm. Sure. Absolutely. Understood. Um, Jordan, can I ask you a question? You may. Um, this is something that you. Is this about up. what I got when I went to the Alice Cooper restaurant? <laughs> the answer is nachos. Before you were they good? Question, yes. Yeah, I've got a quick. I, I just yeah. want to be. I am a child. May not have harmonica, and I don't want to get letters. Right. I, I, I in my head, I just oh. went that I just picked the one Neil Young song that doesn't have harmonica. I don't. I'm not. I'm not for sure, but I want it on, on record that I may have. Can I okay. ask you? Can I ask you? But something you don't about... want corrections one way or the other. No, I do not want any correction. Yeah. I, I'll figure it out myself when I bing it when I go home. Sure. Can I ask one th- you one thing about getting letters? Yeah. You. I'm sure you get your fair share of letters at fanclub at jimmypardo.com. Yes, sir. But what I wonder is, have you ever, you've talked on Never Not Funny, right, about not wanting to get letters about something. Yes. So on The Sound of Young America, now Bullseye, I used to say, when I gave out my personal email address, which I do on the show, my real, the same one you and I corresponded with to book you on this program or whatever, um, I give out my email address and I say, email me about anything except grammar. And I thought that was pretty reasonable because once a month or so I would get these, and I said it laughingly on the show, but I would get these emails about grammar from public radio assholes. <laughs> if I could describe this category of people, public radio assholes. I understand that, but but about but about your podcast? About, well, uh, no, about the, the about radio the, about the public radio yeah, it runs, my runs on public radio right. stations. And so I, these people Grammar would, aficionado stopped listening to this show a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to be clear. Thank you. So I, um, I put that in just as a joke, but also because I wanted to stop getting emails about grammar because it would upset me. Every time I would get mm. genuinely upset. I'd be like, who the fuck are you? Right. When you talk, you don't make grammar errors mm. from time to time? I don't think they do. I'd want to email them like about my SAT scores or something. Like, nah. fuck you. Like, this is what I got on SAT. T verbal, you know what I I just talk sometimes like a person talks rather than like a fucking dictionary author writes. You also speak uh, uh, extemporaneously. Yes, it's not like you're reading from a script. So from time to time, it's not going to be perfect. And people, so give me a fucking break. And people will get angry. People will send me emails asking me what asshole wrote my script, and I'm like, if you think I'm that bad at reading a script. Then this is a hopeless situation. Boy, you're that good at reading a script. Hey. Do they not? Do they never nod to the fact that it's an interview? They just think that everything is scripted. Yeah, they just think everything is scripted. I think I don't yeah. know. These people are assholes. So I I used to jokingly say I used to jokingly say, look, I did I put my I put the show recently through a um I put the show recently through sort of like a the public radio equivalent of a focus grouping process. And um, there is just this category of people. It's a solid fifteen percent of the public radio audience that obsesses over grammar errors. Mm. <laughs> just if you one time split an infinitive, 
Mm. Um, something that I'm not even quite sure what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, what it is, uh, you will. They their whole all of their feedback will be grammar related. Just all of it. Um, so anyway, I put this thing in in my in my credits. Said you know. My email address is jesse at maximumfun.org. That's my real email address, the one my mom emails me at. And uh, you can email me about absolutely anything except my grammar. Don't email me about my grammar. And someone sent me an email that said I was an arrogant prick for presuming to ask people not to email me about my grammar. <laughs> they used prick. Yeah, they called me a prick. That is they such, literally used yeah, that the is word such prick. A, that is such like a 50-year-old guy's insult to arrogant prick. That is so yeah. funny that like, yes, that is when, when, the, when the public radio listener needs to cut someone down, they will say arrogant prick. They were so upset that they couldn't email me to correct my grammar because I had precluded it. <laughs> That they decided to turn their fire hose on me asking them not to email me about grammar. I am at a loss for words. That's how infuriated I am for you. I know, right? I uh, – fuck off. Because people will email you, you about shit, right? Uh, and yes. you're just like, what? What's your – Jimmy, what's your what, – what Jimmy do people – Jimmy at what? Oh, what, what do people uh, uh, harp on you for, if anything? Well, usually – you know what? I – um Errors about the titles of Steely Dan just, songs. Yeah, just something like that. Like an error along the way. It's, it's, yeah. not, it's not Ho-19, it's Hey-19. Mm. Thank you for taking the time to write that. I appreciate getting that. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go back and correct that podcast. I'm going to append a correction to that because you helpfully provided the, a clarification to something that I said in the stream of in consciousness. the stream of just moving along. In a conversation. I believe what Matt meant to say was Battleship Earth, not Battlefield. Shut up. <laughs> you know, I mean, yes, yes, that's what... What he meant to say, and we all know that's what he meant to say. Yes. You don't need to write and tell me that's, you know. So you know, uh, Jimmy, what, I caught a lot of flack recently for confusing Charisma Carpenter and Elijah Dushku. Yeah, so well, I don't know who Charisma Carpenter is. So I, uh, I don't know how you would make that uh, mistake. Who is that young lady? Uh, they, they were both bit players uh, in in the world of Buffy the Vampire. Slayer. Well, I love that Elijah Dushku. She's sure. a, Dushku's a sweet, great. beautiful young lady. I, yeah, everybody assume, loves the Dush. Got to assume that double C's also got some magic going on. Yeah, I mean, you can confuse them. I mean, I, if gun to my head, I would say that Dushku is the more talented of the two, and I think based on who's been working. Would more, you say Carpenter's more charismatic? Hey. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Fun to watch. <sighs> it's all. It's always. I hope Charisma will be, will be back in the Expendables too. She played Jason Statham's girlfriend. It gets. It gets the. It gets the hackles up though. It. I'm always shocked when I get an email about something totally stupid and trivial. Yeah. And how much I want to like fight that. Person. Fight him. I'm, you know, I'm actually, I, 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 I'm like, what? This is a random person who emailed me about something completely inconsequential. But it doesn't, but you're It's definitely boils. this person's fault and not mine. You know, here's something that I like about Twitter and being criticized on Twitter. Right. Is because, we, and th- th- this isn't a, this isn't a good instinct to do this, but, but it gets the better of, uh. Of us sometimes, I think, you know, you can go back in that person's stream and kind of look at the things they have been talking about. Like if you just get an email, you know, who's this mm-hmm. person and you have to do a fair amount of digging if you wanted to, like, find out who it is. Uh, it's usually a lawyer when it's a public radio person. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, but oh, I boy. saw I saw someone said something nasty about Jordan Jesse Go on Twitter the other day. 
And, you know. Uh, Did they at Jordan Jesse Go so that I think they, they made sure you uh, saw it? They hashtagged it. Okay. We have a hashtag that we use. So they, they, they clearly wanted they someone wanted or listeners it. or I don't know, you know. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it wasn't just – I don't have a Google alert for Jordan Jesse Go or anything. But um, so, you know, I, I, was, I was upset about it. So I went and looked at this guy's Twitter feed. And the the tweet immediately before the one where he criticized Jordan Jesse Go, he was criticizing the current season of Bones and huh. saying how after this season he was not going to watch it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so then I felt better about it. I'm like, oh, yep. this is just some dumb dick. Yeah. Anyway, that, so that's what's nice about Twitter is you can you know it's you know I have to say somebody said something mean about me on Twitter earlier today. Mm-hmm. I did that same thing. And it did make me feel a lot better that they were being a dick about a variety of stuff in a pretty stupid way. Yeah. If if it had been someone who had some trenchant literary criticism in their previous tweet. Right. But it's it's almost always a real ass. Yeah, maybe it'll come back and bite us in the ass someday when the person's previous tweets are really funny and intelligent. Yeah. And maybe it we turns see out that to be Elvis Mitchell. Yeah, right. I know. Elvis Mitchell's joke Twitter account. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I think for now it's nice to see that the people who are criticizing you uh, or, you know, the pers- people who are criticizing the show are just dumb dicks who are criticizing other dumb stuff. Right. Yeah. Anyway. It's it's nice. Anyway, you can send us an email if you've got any thoughts about this this issue or any issue that yeah. comes up on Jordan Jesse Go, be it grammar, minor factual corrections. You don't mind grammar problems on this one. How you feel about the sound of my laugh, um, <laughs> whether whether or not I seem smug, um, any of these topics, <laughs> any of these topics are wide open. Sure. Just email us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hey, guess what? Advertisers on this week's program, we got them. Number one, let's talk about Bing. Why don't we talk about Bing? Bing, Bing, Bing. I enjoy talking about that. (laughs) Uh, It's a new social search that lets you tap into the knowledge of your friends and family and the opinions of experts and enthusiasts. Get more from your search so you can spend less time searching and more time doing. Try it at Bing.com. Bing is for doing, friends. It it is. Gosh darn it. You Uh, like to do stuff. uh, Yeah, absolutely. Hey, how about this? Yeah. Uh, IFC. Great. Maybe you've heard of them, formerly the Independent Film Channel, now one of those channels where the letters don't stand for anything. Mm -hmm. Always on, slightly off. That's their slogan. Comedy Bang Bang. Friday nights, 10, 9 central. Scott Ackerman, our hilarious friend. The brilliant Reggie Watts. Uh, This week on the show, oh, look at this. Paul F. Tompkins stops by. What? Yeah. Scott gets warned about his future by the cake boss. That's going to be really funny. It's right here. That's going to be really funny. Oh, that's going to be great. Okay. Anyway, one more thing. Yeah. Max FunCon East. Yeah. Now roughly uh, between 75 and 80% sold, I believe, is the latest total. Terrific. Um, I just booked somebody last night. Mm. People are going to be very excited about. Mm. I'll tell you this. They won't be bored to death by this person, by this famous writer. Okay. Great. I know who it is. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Um, hey, Jesse, should we also make- <laughs> That incredibly obvious <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesse, should we also make mention of ask.metafilter.com? Oh, yes, we should. Our good friends at Ask Metafilter, online at ask.metafilter.com, the perfect place to have all your questions answered. For example, 
What let's do my cat say, nightmares mean? Let's just say that your favorite podcast host dropped a, a cryptic reference to who was going to be in the lineup at Max Funcon East, October 26th through 28th at uh, the Inn at Pocono Manor. What I would do is go to Ask Metafilter, say, these are the clues. He said you won't be bored to death. He said it was a famous writer. Who could this be? You know what you're going to get? An answer. Sure. Ask Metafilter. Or you could also maybe bing it. Or tune into IFC and see if that had an answer. Yeah, Friday nights, 10, 9 central. We've got solutions all over the place. If you want to sponsor an episode of Jordan Jesse, go uh, email Teresa at MaximumFun.org. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, it's MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jimmy Pardo, guest of the week. Um, right before we went on, Jimmy and Jordan had this conversation about graham crackers. And Jordan said, that's a fun snack. And Jimmy said, that is a fun snack. And I meant it. You, Yeah, we I were, could tell. We weren't being shitty and ironic. No. No, that's a fun snack. Sure. You, 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 you get that sleeve open. You got a lot of choices of cracker in there. Then you, <laughs> you break that cracker into four pieces. Your sure. choice. You don't even have to. You can eat it all as yeah. one big slab. And you know what? How about this? Why not put a sweet treat in the middle? Talking about a chocolate bar. Talking about a marshmallow. Guys, maybe add a little peanut butter. Peanut butter wow. on a graham cracker? Yeah, that totally. Something? Oh yeah, that was a that was a that was a staple of mine growing was up. Was it really? Peanut butter that on a does not cracker. sound fun to me, guys. It's fun. You know okay, what? Okay, I believe I'll take Trust your word for it. Me. Jordan, that sounds to me like something that sounds bad because I'm with Jimmy on this. However, the intellectual part of my mind is starting to put it back together, put put together the shattered pieces that I shattered with my heart part of my mind. Mm-hmm. This metaphor is a little labored, but I think the moral <laughs> of this story is that I, I also believe you. What do you guys th- – okay, can I throw out one more food combo? Yes. I know we have calls to get to, but right. I just wanted to see what you guys would think of this because I've been actually wrestling with this combo myself. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is it combos? No, it's not. <laughs> Those are gross. <laughs> they are okay. gross. Combos are super Those are gross. not fun. Combos, bugles, no thanks. Oh, I don't like the bugle at all. Uh... What do you guys do? You guys think it would be good to dump hot wings into a bag of microwave popcorn, <laughs> and then you pull out a hot wing and it's got some popcorn on it. And you take a bite and then you eat the popcorn and it's got a little wing residue on it. Do you guys think that would be good? <laughs> Jimmy looks like someone's performing surgery in front well, of him because I'm very torn. Oh, I love right. microwave popcorn. Yes, and I me love too. hot wings. Me too. But do I want the combo? I don't think I do. Yeah. I don't know if I do. I mean, just like that act is disgusting. I mean, like doing that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, you know, it's like putting down, it's like putting a towel on your lap instead of a napkin when you're having a meal or something. Right. This could be a revelation, though, because popcorn is the home of flavor revelations. Sure. I know this because when I was about nine or 10 years old, maybe. Because you watch Guy Fieri's Popcorn (laughs) Nation. (laughs) (laughs) He just pours lard on popcorn and (laughs) throws it at people. Um, When I was 9 or 10 years old, we went out to the marina in San Francisco to watch the fireworks on the 4th of July. This is very timely, by the way. 
Um, it's this, coming up. This is this is the thirteenth anniversary of this event. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to get together with the family to commemorate? Absolutely, yeah, rightfully so. Yeah, like to hear what you're commemorating. We we went out to watch the fireworks on the lawn of the marina out at uh, uh, out in San Francisco, and they had a guy giving out little tiny tester bags of smart food cheese popcorn. Mm. You know, this is the kind that was dusted with white cheddar. Yes. Sure. And you could ha- take as many bags as you wanted if you were a nine-year-old, which I did. And I remember the first time I ate that, it blew my mind so fucking large. Yeah. I was like, Who, why did no one put white cheddar cheese on popcorn before? This is amazing. And then later, I think we have all had the same experience with kettle corn. I love it. You go, you were at a farmer's market or a fair or something, and someone said, and someone said, would you like to try kettle corn? You said, what's kettle corn? Is it just popcorn that you popped in a kettle? And they said, there's more. It's a little bit sweet and a little bit salty. Mm. And you said, I don't know, that sounds weird. And then you tried it and you said, why the fuck isn't all popcorn like this? Except for maybe smart food, which sure. can continue to have that white cheddar on I, it. That I, I, I do not feel this way about kettle corn, but I understand. Right. Yeah. I love it. it. Not, I, I don't corn. like it. It's gross. I will eat the entire, you know, sleeve yeah. of kettle corn uh-huh. it, it, you know, if I'm walking through any of these fairs and it's, you know, what it, like, you know. Yeah, you, you get a whole garbage bag guys. for $4. Garbage, right. They just hand you a hefty I bag. I will eat yeah. all of it. I will sit there like an animal Not and eat it Not in short supply, oh, kettle corn. I love it. Yeah. It's good. I love popcorn. I love cheese corn. I love kettle corn. I like caramel corn. Okay, now what about specifically Cracker Jack? You know what? Cracker Jack's got a little bit of a tart flavor to it, don't you think? Mm. I do. I, I like the peanuts, though. I gotta say, I well. I, that's how. I, listen, I just made it clear. I love popcorn. Right. So when it comes to <laughs> you've been very jack, clear on that been, issue. Let's be very clear. Yeah. I'm a can fan we, of popping corn. Can we? You are not sitting on the fence. Do we need to roll it back? Can we go to the court stenographer? And I don't check know the if record? we need to. I think I've been clear. Okay. Uh, I, this is how much I feel. How I feel like cracker jack. I welcome the peanut. Right. That's my point. Like, there's it's full, but there's it's something full of about popping corn. the caramel that is seems off to you. A little tart. A little weird. What about uh, cheap? Feel it little chemically, cheap. little chemical. Chemically is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. What about what's that stuff called? Fiddle sticks. Fiddle oh, I like fiddle faddle. Fiddle faddle. Yeah, fiddle faddle's nice. You like fiddle? I do like fiddle faddle. Who doesn't? Why are you mad at fiddle faddle? <laughs> fun to say, fun to eat. Sure. I prefer Cracker Jack. It's the original. Oh. I'll, ta- I'll take a what you call it. Oh, the candy bar. Yeah, that is. I'm going to tell you something. My favorite candy bar of all time. A you know what I like? Really? Yeah. Mm. You know what I like? Mm. And it's a caduzzi. Hmm. I don't know what it's going to do. It's a quiescently frozen confection. Uh, then I would, uh, oh boy, that's a lot of words to say. Just have a snack. <laughs> uh, Seems like too much work. I like the word. I like the score. Scores. You're like a succinct snack. This is a real conversation I'm having, by the way. <laughs> it's like, oh, good, we got the candy bars. Uh, Your face Finally. Is Here's where Jimmy up. comes out to what, shine. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Your face is lit up like a 4th of July fireworks display on the marina in San Francisco. Oh, uh, happy anniversary on that, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I want to say something before we get to that. That phone call. Yeah. Um, in the break, I, I admittedly got. I, I admitted I got a little woozy. Yeah. Right. Here's what I think happened. A little I, low. I think. I, yeah. Here's why. Hmm. I think I figured it out. Do you remember when I said I took the wrong pill? Yes. I took a second allergy pill. Oh, so I think the non-drowsy yeah. second one is now making it a little drowsy. I thought maybe this was just a matrix thing and you chose to stay in a state of virtual reality. No. I just assumed that you had accidentally taken ecstasy. Yes. <laughs> stop stop touching like me. 
It's fun to have Jimmy Pardo here. We can have him here every week if we want to. Sure. I mean, he has to agree to it. Ah, fuck it. Let's just make him. Yeah. Pardon? <laughs> yeah, you're coming in every week from now on. Love it. Love the new location. I know I won't take Vermont next time, and I'm ready to go. Yeah, oh. absolutely. It's a, it's a good My pass. pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's great to <laughs> have you. wrap it up? Uh, yeah, we uh, have a segment on our program called Momentous Occasions. When something momentous happens to you, the listener, we ask that you give us a call at 206-984-4-FUN. We've got some telephone calls queued up. Brian Fernandez, why don't you hit that play button? Hi, my name is Lisa. I'm calling from New York with a moment of shame. As I was just leaving my job at a preschool, walking to my car in the parking lot, um, I just felt something in my hair, on my head, pulling at my hair, and I turned around and there was a small bird that had just been uh, attacking my head. It was hovering right near my face and making small, I guess, threatening, weird bird noises. Um, I immediately ran into my car and hid from this tiny bird, Uh, after which uh, two of the teachers came out and I told them I had just been attacked by a tiny bird, and they were completely unimpressed by what had happened to me. Uh, So, yeah, I just hid from a a tiny bird that attacked me. Number one, one, I'm just going to say, that's not a moment of shame. Hiding from the no, no, yeah. That's if, not you, shame. yeah if you if you killed the bird with your hand, yeah, then it would be a moment of shame. Yeah. Would it? Yeah, because you don't want to kill a bird with your bare hand. It's probably you just protecting don't? its nest. That's what men do. <laughs> that, is, that is. But if you actually in the like, Yoruba it's, culture, it's, yeah. it's there, it's there, and then you blot it away from you. Right, right. You smack it away, and that kills the bird. Uh, your I thoughts. don't feel that bad about that. Very good. But if I reach up, grab yeah, it, yeah. If you and consciously crush it. squeeze, but you know it's a bird. You don't know what this woman doesn't know. What What would it be that you could squeeze and crush appropriately? Wasp, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Two good examples. You're right. I stand corrected. The bird is gentle. The wasp and the squirrel <laughs> are uh, duplicitous. Mm, yeah. And I agree with her. The fact that the other teachers did not uh, were not yeah. impressed by that story. I I would never speak to those two people again. Fuck them. Yeah, that's a great. That's a yeah. They're clearly they have they have dead souls or something. I'm because just that is bird. terrifying. Okay, see you tomorrow. Amazing. Yeah. You know what? You know what that's I've a heard harrowing is... tale of survival. Agree. You Thank know what you. I've heard will really kill your soul? Hmm. Seeing the world through the eyes of wonder of a toddler. So I can see how they would have dead souls. Sure. You know, every when day you, you, get, a a new, you get a new appreciation of what's around you, and that just kills your soul. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. You make a very good point. Jason. I feel the same way every time my son Simon says, hi, Dad, hi, Dad, hi, Dad. I feel like my soul's being crushed. Yeah, he should cut it out. Every time he learns a new word it, or it, does something amazing and I get to see the progression of life before mm-hmm. my very eyes, it kills my soul just a little Makes bit sense. more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's take another call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. This is Des. I'm from Worcester, Massachusetts. And uh, this is not a hugely momentous occasion, but I thought it was pretty interesting. I was just driving through the fair city of Worcester and saw a man in uh, nothing but shorts riding a bicycle, which isn't too unusual, except for the fact that he had a what looked like a custom-made birdcage and four parakeets inside it strapped to his back. Uh, it looked like he had gone through a lot of effort to make a custom backpack strap to fix the birdcage to his back, and he was just enjoying the day riding his bike through Worcester and giving his parrots, uh, parakeets a tour of the city. All right. Thanks. 
Right. Yeah, a special bird backpack. Yeah. Um, that is amazing. Yeah. Is this is this guy's is this guy's thinking like this will simulate flying for the birds so they won't get depressed right. or insane or something? <laughs> Must be. He, he went to a. Who would you get to do that? Maybe a cord wainer? I don't know who a makes strapist. A, a strapist. A strapist monk, Strapping perhaps. strapist. Cord Wainer's a character on General Hospital, right? <laughs> <laughs> the handsome Duke doctor. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Comes in to shake things up. Sure he does. You, listen, he's not to be trusted. Oh, yeah. Cord Wainer. Sure. Yeah. Um, He'll fuck anybody. That is, that's wonderful. I like that story. Yeah, I like too. the idea of, I like the idea of an animal backpack. Yep. And when you put it on wheels, you double the fun. What about sure. a dog, though? Dog in a backpack, I, I don't like that person. I don't know. Bird in a backpack, that I'm is, on board. That yeah, is actually yeah. the specific reason that I'm voting Republican in the presidential election. Why? Dog backpack. Is that, is that, is that what Romney's behind? <laughs> yeah, that's his thing. Oh, I didn't know putting, that. Putting a dog in a backpack. I thought he was anti-immigrant. It's a car backpack. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But. I didn't know. Okay. I shouldn't. I feel bad now for spreading that false story about Mitt Romney that the dog on a car thing. You know about the dog on a car I, thing. No, I don't know what this is. Yeah, this is he's he was he's it's been very controversial that he rode with a dog on top of his car. But <laughs> That's he funny. made a long drive with a dog, but why he, was it on top of the car? Because it was in a dog kennel that's meant to be strapped to the top of your car. And okay. They, and they left the dog in it as opposed to putting the dog in the car with them. Right. Yeah. And you know what? There's nothing fucking wrong with that. But the dog, I love dogs. The dog wasn't in danger, right? My dog. Or I mean, no, you know. it wasn't. It was in a specifically designed mode of conveyance. And dogs the car always was stick full. their head out the window anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's probably pretty fun for thing. the dog. Yes. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's rude to be mean to him about this. Thing. There's other reasons. Yes, there's tons, other reasons. Tons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, how he feels about the gays, for example. <laughs> and you can complain about that. Let's focus more on. Him versus gays rather than... Let me ask you this. What if you had a gay guy in that thing on top of the car? <laughs> well, I mean, if it's made... If it's a thing, If it's made it's for it, right? Made. I don't know. Have you ever ridden in the car with a gay guy, Jimmy? They love to stick their head out the it. window. they do. It makes them feel like they're running, <laughs> which yeah. they love. Yeah, they do. Uh, let's take another call. Jordan, Jesse, go. Hello. So I was going to call this morning, but I know you guys like being called as it's happening. This is pretty momentous. Um, after... A week that felt like forever. Um, uh, human resources at my job finally said, "Hey, um, transgender lady, you're allowed to come into work as a lady." So, wow. I am calling to say, "Hey, I am spending my first day at work as myself." It's amazing. Also, am I remembering wrong, or did you, Jesse, at some point interview with Piggy? Am I remembering that right, or did I dream it? <laughs> Wait, I right this call. Where, where did this? How did that come up? I don't. I, I stream. I like the first part. Yeah. Then when it goes into asking me about different people I've interviewed on the show, I'm not. I'm not standing. You're for not that. the one on trial here. <laughs> Who did he ask you, Ziggy? The cartoon character? <laughs> so Miss, like Miss Piggy. Oh, you interviewed Miss Piggy? I did once interview Miss Piggy. I'll tell you something about that Miss Piggy. What do you got? Not a good interview subject. <laughs> she because she's such a diva. Wow. No. Yeah. Man, I don't know whoever they have doing the Miss Piggy voice. I guess is that one of the Jim Henson characters, maybe? Yeah. 
So they have someone new it's doing Frank the, Oz, right? Uh, is it or Frank Oz? It had been. Okay, but I think so, there's a new Yeah, Miss Piggy and Yoda. Yoda right. So exactly it was, like. yes, yes. So Frank Frank Oz it was, was Frank the person Oz? who did it. But no, it was not Frank Oz as Miss Piggy. As he I was, now remember, Frank Oz He is, was too busy blowing people's minds by walking around uh, and saying, hey, isn't it cool that I directed In-N-Out? And then you remember, <laughs> he did! Yeah, he did direct In-N-Out. Um, and then you think it's weird. He uh, he doesn't do Miss Piggy anymore. So a new Muppeteer does Miss Piggy. This Miss Piggy Muppeteer does a perfectly good job of talking in a Miss Piggy voice. Is not a strong improviser. Okay. You know, uh, you know who who took over as Ziggy Mitt Romney. I didn't know that. He's great at it too. Oh I mean, he goodness. really like has captures the voice and the wonder. Well, this has come full the, circle. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I did. I think I did. 35 minutes with Miss Piggy. Mm-hmm. And this is over the phone. Miss Piggy was in New York in a studio in New York. I think I did 35, maybe even 40 minutes. Uh, and we aired an edited version of that interview. And we had hoped that it would be a regular segment on our show, 25-minute segment on, the, on our show. Uh, we aired an edited version of that interview that was maybe 11 minutes Really? Long. Yeah. And even that... B minus. A little, a little, uh... Jesse, I think you're just anti-diva. <laughs> I don't know. I had a great I had a great time when Maria Callas was on the show. Oh, okay. You're so, right. So, sure. you know, I'm just saying, Jordan. I'm just saying. I'm just, I just want to know about your track record with divas. That's a good question. That's a good point. I mean, uh, M- Mariah Carey. Had a lot of fun with Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, you know, going up and down the scale with her fingers. But it was an emotional scale. Yeah. I want to go back to that phone call for just a second. Now, this oh, yeah. Oh, the telephone <laughs> there was call. A, there was a, the, the incredibly There was an emotional. Moment. There was an emotional. This is a lady uh, now. This is a former gentleman. But then uh, either somebody was raped or a slide whistle went off in the background. <laughs> yeah. That's really crazy. His, and I Some feel better than ever. sound effects. <laughs> yeah. What was that in the background? That, yeah. I think it sounded like a dog fighting a bird. It was craziness. She might have been coming out of that wall uh, on Laugh-In. <laughs> Is that maybe a, uh, a possibility? I'm a lady now. But that's what amazing. <laughs> That yeah. is an amazing sure. uh, That is an amazing achievement, an amazing story. It's crazy to think that when you I, I did not ex- I would never not have expected. I guess this is just the native San Franciscan in me, but I would not have expected that a, as you go through uh, as you go through a transgender process transformation that there's some point when HR has to clear you to come back in. Mm. I wonder if they do it based on, you know, the, I would have guessed it would be like a gra- like something you do so gradually that it's not an issue. Like you come in like you come in for a meeting and you're sitting you're sitting with your with your knees too far apart and they're like I don't know you you're going to have to come back in in a week or two you haven't quite got this under control <laughs> like are they judging anyway your, it's a great achievement your feminine aptitude yeah exactly like in like a in like a scene from Tu Wong Fu where they like a training sequence from a B minus 1994 movie uh, about somebody learning to be ladylike Jimmy's not getting involved in this. Uh, listen, you know what? I, I'm not, and I'll tell you why. Uh, going back to like letters, we, we received a lot of uh, uh, hate mail because mm. of our jokes about uh, transgender sort of things. Oh, so we're I'm, champions I'm of the of, transgender. I'm, That's why this lady I, called in. I am a champion of it as well, but at the same time, you, you make jokes. Uh, you, you run your mouth comedically because you're an insecure idiot, <laughs> and, and you'd think that somebody that's a fan of our show would understand that, but... Uh, 
Uh, no, we got a lot of heat on some Ooh. very innocuous comments about transgender. It's a very sensitive subject for people. I'll tell you. I would imagine that it is. And so I, I am recusing myself. Sure, that's that's totally from this. That's very fair. But, yeah, but, Jimmy, 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 we all agree you're a great guy and probably did not mean anything hurtful by it. I don't. I never. You mean had anything not hurtful. even the people that you had said negative stuff about. You had not even felt the bumps and ridges on their head. So how I had could not you had that even chance yet. know that they were so lazy? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. How would you know there that is a lot of Brazilian stealing. transgenders out there? Yeah, I sure. That very interesting. Going back to that, <laughs> we'll be back <laughs> in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, la, la. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jimmy Pardo, guy in corner. Uh, Jimmy, it's been just a delight to have you on this program. It's I... we've uh, we've been <laughs> waiting for years. Well, to I have say you thank you for show. having me back on, and I apologize that my energy went from uh, very active at the top and. Uh, I think if somebody wanted to, uh, to chart my uh, performance here, you would see uh, that uh, it's time to sell. <laughs> to be fair, this studio is a little bit like that corrugated box that you could put in at military school if you misbehave that bakes in the sun. Um, it does have, not yes. just aesthetically, but also in terms of temperature. Yes. Yeah. It, it has gets... energy sapping qualities. Mm, but again, I took that extra pill, and uh, no, I will, no, no. I, I'm going to take some responsibility. You were terrific. I mean, you were no, terrific. Look. I'm we, taking some we responsibility. Are never, we are never happier than when comedy legend Jimmy Pardo joins us on Jordan Jessica. Well, I am honored to have been here, and you're right. It did take a lot of— And uh, it is an honor for you to be invited on this program. Oh. Well, now you've just taken the honor no, away I mean, it's by an, pointing out that it's, it's an honor. It's an honor. I mean, a lot, sure. of, a lot of great people— I mean. We've had who are we talking about? Of course, His Holiness the Dalai Lama has been on this. You program. had him on this one. I, sure, you think he would have Absolutely. been on Bullseye? Yeah, no, no, but you we had, had him on him this here. one. He want he said I don't want to do a straight interview. Right, I just, I just want, want people to... to see my personality. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want it to be a big plug fest. It was Smart exactly move. the same thing with Desmond Tutu. Sure, you had the and uh, Chris Fairbanks. <laughs> Chris <laughs> <said> <laughs> the same thing. Said the same thing. <laughs> Those three people. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy, never not funny is just about to start a new season. Um, as soon as we get off of, uh, as soon as we get out of the studio, I'm heading over to my computer to buy the next season of Never Not Funny, which I have bought every season since you went pay. I have subscribed to Never Not Funny since episode one. Yes, you've been there from the get-go, and again, I appreciate uh, uh, your support. We are starting season 11 uh, on Monday, hmm. June the 25th. Uh, starts uh, season eleven and uh, off and running, and we have uh, you can go to pardcast.com. And why wouldn't you? It's twenty dollars well spent. So you, or you could uh, you bump it up to twenty five and get the video. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can bump it up to eighty or whatever it is and get a folio. You can uh, that is a folio comes in at uh, forty nine. You get a uh, a tablet holder for sixty nine. Hey, two hundred. Jimmy Pardo will give you a call at home. I will call you if, uh, <laughs> if you donate two hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, and that was really done out of, uh, out of comedy. Uh, but we've had some people uh, yes, subscribe yep to that. On it. I'm That's happy great. to hear it. Looking forward to those calls. Yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to those clunkers. Oh, wow. <laughs> I used to do this thing called Office Hours where I would put a Google Voice box on the web page. You would click on it and call, and it would ring my phone, and I'd answer the phone. So I'd just say, one hour a week, I'll answer a phone call from whoever wants to call me. Okay. And nobody was ever anything other than super nice. Right. It was just wonderful. I mean, you, know, you, you met our fans at Max Fun Club. Love These are wonderful, nice people. But uh, it was always really awkward. The part that was really awkward about it is 
how and when do you end the conversation? That's the part, right? Right, because you can say, hey, oh, it's nice to meet you. Like, what do you do for a living? You know, where do you live? That kind of thing. It's perfectly, you know, it's it has a little of awkwardness. It's two strangers talking to mm-hmm. each other, but it's eased by the fact that you're their fan and you're really excited that someone's telling you how great you are. And so, you know, it's it goes fine. But then you remember, oh, but I have to end this at some point. And it's, a, what do you say? Gotta go. Gotta go. But you don't have to go. Maybe you do, though. Oh, yeah. But see, in your case, you were doing it uh, a bit. I, these people have paid money for me to talk to them. Right. And so... So you got to give them stock tips. You got to... Well, you got to give them a little time. Right. You can't just go, all right, man, this has been great. And then they look down and go, really? Four minutes? That's all I... So you figure they'll probably be timing it. Well, they'll be recording it, certainly. Well, for... To play absolutely. for their kids when their kids grow up. For their children to enjoy. Yeah. On the YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Jesse, may I... I'm I I'm not quite ready to announce something, but I'd maybe like to tease something. Yeah, I'd like to I'd like to hear a tease from you. Uh, if there are going to be Max Funsters at Comic Con, yeah, I may or may not be doing a really amazing show down there. Wow, I want to gauge interest in maybe doing a meetup. Yeah, the last time we did it was a lot of fun. Maybe a little lukewarm in the world of attendance. Uh huh. A lot of fun. A lot of enthusiasm. If we get enough, uh, if we get enough heat, maybe on Twitter, maybe on in the forums at Jordan maybe underscore we'll Morris at Jordan underscore Morris forum.maximumfun.org. You can hashtag it JJ Go. I just want to gauge interest, and uh, I, I I am excited to announce what this show is going to be uh, on a future podcast. Dude, Jordan, I have one quick question though. Please, you're talking about uh, Comic Con, Comic Convention, yes. It just seems like it's out of our demo. No, you're right. I mean, I know. Uh, but hey, you know, uh, next month uh, I'm going to be in Branson, Missouri at sure. uh, the Yakov Smirnoff <laughs> Theater selling my Jesus paintings. Absolutely. We'll probably, we'll probably have a better meetup there. Sure. And, and, of course, you'll be at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. Sure. Yeah. So we've got all the bases covered. Mm-hmm. You might as well circle back and gather up a few nerds. You're, you're right. You're just one or two. A nerd yeah. or two. <laughs> Can I say that I'm going to be in Toronto? Yeah, Please. of course. On we got, July yeah, we got people 13 and 14. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be at the Comedy Bar in Toronto. Um, I'm going to give I'm going yep. to give an endorsement. I've seen uh, I've seen Mr. James Pardo several times, uh, not just uh, headlining here in Los Angeles, but I've seen his road show in San Francisco. But you you saw that 15 We're about years ago, six seven years ago. No, sir. No, you were still living there. Yeah, well, that's only, I've only lived here for five years. No. Yeah, six years. Yeah. No, you you know when you came? 15 years ago, I was 16 years old. uh, You came 2004. That that might be true. It might even be 2003. That may, either one of those may be true. I remember you walked in and in my head I went, oh, there's, because I'd only spoken to you on the radio, your radio program. And I, and I saw you walk in in your uh, outfit, and I went, oh, that's Jesse. <laughs> and then, sure enough, you came up afterwards and went, hey, man. I was like, yes, I'm well aware of it. Uh, my because wife I was, look so handsome. It was my wife was the host. Yeah. Is that, and, I, that sounds right, yeah. And uh, Connor Kellicutt, I want to say, was the feature performer. And I believe me. that. But I'll tell you what I remember from that program. Hmm. Besides, of course, how delightful your wife was. Uh, it's just as much fun as you can have in a comedy club. If you don't take the opportunity to go see Jimmy Pardo in a comedy club where you live... You're you're fucking yourself in the ass. You're nice to say that, and I don't mean that in a good gay type way. No, because that could be taken. Like if a, you enjoy that, then it's that's not what you're doing. Yeah. Right. Then in that you're you're really punching yourself in the schnoz. 
If you like fucking yourself in the ass, right? Then, yeah. then go. Then that is, yeah. Then is, that's what the show that. is like, right? Well, right? not no, seeing yeah, the show right. seeing is the show. like going a week like, without getting your ass pounded. That's yeah. it. Pounded. Like, can that's you imagine it. what your life would be like without prostate stimulation? And that's that, li- that's yeah. what it would be like if Jimmy Pardo came to your town and you didn't go. And you this didn't is getting really complicated. Go to the show. The point is, the grammar you, people are going to be all over this. If you if you live in Toronto and you don't go to it, I'm going to give my highest endorsement. If you don't go to this, if you don't go to this show, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And you're right, brother. Mm. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm good. Especially north of the border. Yeah. You, you Think me? about the stuff you're going to be able to talk about Triumph, north of the border. Rush. Sure. Neil Young. <laughs> Brian Adams. You don't think Dave they come up? Dave Steeb. Kelly Gruber. Ah, Dave Steeb. Sure. George Bell will get a mention. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what's going to happen up there. Bare naked ladies. Be <laughs> <laughs> you, man. And I'll oh, that's tell them. That's a sacred cow up there, I Jimmy. know it is. I would not. I'm telling them in advance. And don't you go after some 41 either. I'm not. You know what? I, I probably will not go after anybody. <laughs> Listen, I'm in their land. I was only. I was up there back in 69. Mm, not just Sure. For about nine months, sure. I was avoiding a situation sure. here in the sure. homeland, but uh, <laughs> sure. uh, they're the su- good people. The, you, you were avoiding the summer of love. Yeah, uh, well, listen, the summer of love was <laughs> too supposed- sexy down there in America. I couldn't be a part of it. I, right. uh, you know, Janice was going in a direction I didn't care for, <laughs> and I didn't want to be witness to it. Dylan yeah. was going yeah. electric. Yeah. You know, just, don't uh, even mention it. Oh, sorry. Don't even mention him going electric. JJ go at maximumfun.org our email address 206-984-4fun our telephone number our theme music love you by the free design courtesy of the free design and light in the attic records you can get it jordan on twitter at jordan underscore morris me at jesse thorne uh on the forums at forum.maximumfun.org we'll talk to you next time on jordan jesse go